Welcome to the end of Sci-Fi Month here at Roll Film. And we decided to end on a real banger. Jet Li's The One. Let me tell you about this movie. Jet Li is everywhere, everything, all at once. I know I switched the order, but this movie came first. And that's actually why I decided to pick this movie, because it's sci-fi. It's multiverse related. And even though it is a wacky action movies, there are movies. It's only actually one movie. It's also called The One, so it can only be one movie. It does have some parallels with the Oscar sweeper of the moment. Now we'll get into that later. Imagine they made a sequel and it was called The One, Two. Ooh, I was just going to say The Two. And it was just about a giant turd, but. Which know. is most likely what a sequel to that movie would be. A giant <laughs> yeah. turd. Yes, 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 yes. Greg, do you got the numbers? I do. Sorry, I was actually just researching also because this movie painted a very great parallel to Highlander also. Yes. Yes. The One was released in 2001, and it is starring Jet Li. A rogue multiverse agent goes on a manhunt for alternate versions of himself, getting stronger with each kill. Only the last version of himself, an LASD cop, can stop his crusade before he becomes the one. At an estimated budget of $49 million, opening weekend, it bombed hard with only $19.1 million, But worldwide gross, it's a little bit better, but not great, at $79 million. You know, I just imagine because of how corny some of the effects are even though it is 2001 some of it was a little lax with how cool it could have looked especially the motorcycle sandwich that we should probably talk about later uh, <laughs> that was, so I, thought that was, about. I thought that was photorealistic yeah well they actually did do that yeah they yeah. just straight yeah. up killed they, a guy they straight up killed that actor 100%. i thought that's what jet lee was just doing that's what i doing. thought they just gave jet lee like a bunch of meth and they were like go out there and make a movie dude <laughs> like, just do it yeah dude, so good uh but other people that you'll see throughout here you know carla guina guino gugino right his wife sorry delroy lindo yeah. and of course a harry Jason Statham. Right. You don't see him with that kind of hair, although I'm kind of rocking it now. The hair that's barely holding on. It looks better on you. Yeah. Oh, th- I don't think that's true, but thanks. He's lying. I know. I need. That's why he's laughing his ass I off. I need Jason to gas me up, and I need Greg to keep me Shoot honest. Shoot back down. Eh, yeah. well, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, this movie is... I didn't see this one in the theater. This was definitely one... When I worked at Blockbuster, I'm old. You know, Jet Li was everywhere, everything all at once. Like, oh, sorry, last time, last time, I promise. But no, he was everywhere around this time, right? There was so, oh, yeah. I mean, it was since, was it Lethal Weapon 4? He really took off here. And, and you know, he had already been in movies in China, but he really took off as an action star here after Lethal Weapon 4. I love martial arts movies. I didn't go out and see this one in the theater, although I don't think it had a long time in the theater. So the basic premise here is Highlander, but multiverse, like you said, Greg. And I remember watching it at the time being like, wait, if there's infinite multiverse, how can there only be two left? But they did actually explain it. You know, for as weird and thin as this plot, I kind of liked that multiverse theory right that 
every time there's a black hole, a new universe sprouts up. So that it actually is finite, but it will go on infinitely. And I was like, ah, oh, I know nothing of the science. I know we've talked about multiverse here before. Didn't listen then. Not going to listen now. And I'm not going to do any reading. <laughs> So, la, 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 la. Yeah, right. Nerd alert. <laughs> no. Unless you tell me if I can kill other versions of me and then I get strong like this. But yeah, I was still 18 when I rented this and we watched it as a house. I lived with like six other dudes so we could save money and I would just take requests and we were like doing kind of like this without the podcast. It was like, let's do martial arts month. And I was like, anyone saying Jet Li's the one? And we're like, no. And it was a crowd pleaser, not for its story. It's total just eye candy. And honestly, it's that candy that's like under the register that someone left years ago and you find it when you're cleaning. Like that's the eye candy that's there. It's very dated. This is when X-Men had already been made. So like the leather costumes had really, really been the thing. You know, Matrix had happened. So leather was like, oh man, you're really hip and cool. And... I have a lot to say about the quote unquote, I guess it's not futuristic, but the technologically advanced universe, which has mastered traveling the universe, kind of like a proto Rick and Morty. I like how it was like a very, like just a couple days after the nineties. Like it was like yeah. a very recent, it was like, guess what? In a couple years, shit's going to be crazy different. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I loved how they showed the multiverse like the first universe you see al gore as president and you're like wait a minute and then <laughs> well, it's it was, a, you said this is 2001 is when this 2000 the so one went what month i don't know who the hell <laughs> <laughs> why do you need to know this okay well 2001 was a big year in our country actually it was curious. the same amount of months as all the years i'm curious if this came out pre or post 9 11 release date is november 2nd 2001 yeah, never okay, forget. So this came out like just a couple months after 9-11. Yeah. Interesting. Did you just want to bring that up so we'd never forget? Yeah, so you'd <laughs> never forget. Yes. One of the reasons why I ask is because 2001 is a huge year for movies, too. I agree. Okay? And I have a fun fact about this. And I don't know if, Jason, this goes along your lines, but does it have to do with a professional wrestler turned actor? It does not. But So now I want to hear yours first. Was that The Mummy Returns or whatever? It came yes. out with The Rock? So, this movie was supposed to be called The Rock Movie. Not the one. It was only supposed to be called The Rock Movie. He did leave to work on The Mummy Returns, and then it was listed short as an untitled sci-fi project for a while until Jet Li came aboard, and then they changed the name of it to The One crazy can you imagine all of this would be way more of a cheesy as cheesy as ish this movie is how much more cheesy and terrible it would be if it was the rock like beginning rock was the yeah, mummy this... returns his first movie i think so yeah mummy returns was, was his first movie and he's barely in it and then there's that awful cg of him at the end like and the worst he decided CG. to do its own little side project and i actually like the scorpion king movie scorpion king's good the first the first scorpion king is good i really enjoyed that i never seen it but i did just watch for the first time on monday the third mummy movie with jet lee as the antagonist in it oh full circle right 
I had no idea that movie even existed until like uh, not that long ago. Yeah, and I like to think that the whale is a sequel as well. I did just watch that for the first time, and I really enjoyed it. All right, we're off topic. I apologize. The reason why I was asking about it was because November of 2001 is also what was at the box office at this time that it was fighting against is probably the main reason why it didn't make any money. Because up it's up against Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring are all in theaters at this time right now. You're right. You're yeah. So there's right. no way it's going against those two movies. Doesn't stand a chance. And yet, Jet Li's the one is the superior movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Time really told. <laughs> this movie is just so much fun. Like you don't watch this like this is really going to make you think. And I know we've watched some really fun and philosophical movies during Sci-Fi Month. This one is kind of the culmination of. Let's just make an outline to a script and then have Jet Li just do some flips and <laughs> we'll call it a movie, you know? No, 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 dude. What if he fights himself? But you know what? This movie still this movie does have a better plot than the first Mad Max. It has oh. a better plot than Mad Max. A little bit. I mean, yeah, but Mad Max was good for how low budget it was and how they were able to make a story. Stop talking about other movies, Jason. I know I did that too earlier, but it's always important to talk shit about Mad Max in my opinion, though. <laughs> you really do hate that movie. I, I fucking don't like hate it. that movie. I do agree that the sequels are superior, but like, I do like that one. Anyway, yeah, I'm still hoping we get a sequel to this. Although I think Jet Li's retired. I might be wrong. Until he was next... just in Mulan. What do you mean? Was he? Yeah, he was the emperor in Mulan. I didn't watch it. I, I didn't know, watch like, it either. Well, it's not knew. bad. I don't watch much of the live action remakes. I don't care. With this movie, though, it is like a time capsule to early 2000s movies. There were two Drowning Pool songs, two Papa oh. Roach songs, and <laughs> and they used the body, the bodies at the floor twice. Yeah. Right. I love it. Mm. I oh love that that part. I was like, yes, the perfect amount of like early two thousand, late nineteen nineties, hard new new metal rock. Like yes. it was, anybody that's outside of our local circle won't understand this joke, but it was like turning on the Blitz and yeah. just watching Bash. a movie to that. <laughs> they were like, "How are we going to beat Harry Potter in the theaters?" Get Drowning Pool in here. Get Drowning Pool. <laughs> Throw it in there. <laughs> Get twice. him on the phone now. <laughs> Get him on the down. phone now. So I actually opened like an actual autograph copy of the Drowning Pool album that that is on. They signed and sealed a few copies, and I got one of them. You think you're like flexing right now? I mean, it's fucking cool. I mean, is it a coaster now? Well, the lead singer Drowning Pool passed, so there's no nobody can else can have that. Would you say his body hit the floor? <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. The deep floor. Nice. <laughs> that's such an easy joke, but here we are. You're the only one that's seen this movie. We got to hold on. Jason needs to get oh. his composure. <laughs> it was so stupid. Have you never <laughs> thought of that joke? It's so... I think, I, I think my friend group... I don't think I made it up. I'm sure I stole that from one of my friends. Back in the day when the, we found out he died. John, you're the only one out of all of us that have seen this movie. Is that correct? Yeah, before this time. Yeah, I had seen it a couple times. I definitely rented it on 
DVD from my work because it was free. It didn't cost me anything. We watched it as a house and we were just laughing and having a good time. I feel like everyone has a martial arts phase where you just watch a lot and they all kind of blend together. But Jet Li was the early 2000s, late 90s martial arts guy. He kind of had taken, I don't, I mean, I don't think Jackie Chan passed the torch from because Chan was still making movies, but Jackie Chan was kind of always the family martial artist. Like, oh. yeah, he was doing family and comedy stuff. And right. Jet Li was doing the serious, more action stuff. Right. Yeah, this was super serious. Well, <laughs> I know uh, what you obvious. mean. I know I know exactly what you mean. We were supposed to take it seriously. We don't. I remember seeing it and I was like, I'll never forget this movie. Like I know he did that movie with Jason Statham later war. Couldn't tell you what it's about. I remember Delroy Lendo, obviously, because of Gone in Sixty Seconds was released around this time and I always thought he was a really good actor. And Jason Statham had already made Snatch, which is an amazing movie love snatch and it was really funny to see him in this just be like wow dude yeah with a non-british accent like he he did an okay accent i thought his acting like after his arm gets broken was very bad but (laughs) other than that like he did i i enjoyed his work as i rewatched it as a much more mature adult if you guys don't know i'm wearing a ninja turtles t-shirt since you guys are only listening to this right now there were some things that were pretty admirable about this movie. The start of this movie is really well done. How they have Jet Li's multiverse character as a criminal being taken out of a prison. Then he gets, sorry everyone, spoiler, he gets killed by the main antagonist, Jet Li. And then you have the parallel right after that, after he escapes capture, where it's the same exact prison, but he's a cop. And I thought that was just really cool. I mean, obviously, it's to be like, good Jet Li, bad Jet Li, good Jet Li, you know, all that stuff. That was really cool. It was almost nigh identical, and I thought they did a really good job with that. I also really liked how they would do the scenes between the bad Jet Li and the good Jet Li. The bad ones doing, like, really strong, like, almost brutal kung fu. And then the good Jet Li is doing circular motions because that's how you it's all about balance and that was actually what this movie is all about balance and it was just really fun to see that and i know you don't really go to a Jet Li movie from this time for an artistic piece but i thought that was well done yeah i agree i thought that message was pretty well received especially if you're paying attention to them both meditating like, especially when he's in the jail cell and he's restrained and he's doing his Tai Chi moves. And then you go to the other guy who's doing it in his, in his house and he's much more smooth and breezy and much more relaxed. You can tell the difference once it gets to those fighting moves. Now, what I thought was interesting is when he is fighting himself, he is obviously fighting a stunt person, but they painted the stunt person's face completely green. That way they could digitally remove it way easier. <laughs> He basically fought Kermit the Frog. Another location, cool fun fact alert too, the hospital that they are filming in is the exact same hospital that they film Scrubs in. Dude, I thought it looked familiar. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. The first police officer you see is what, Dean from Breaking Bad, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hank. Hank, that's right. His real name's Dean, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm a moron. Anyway. No, that's okay. We know. I know. I did enjoy it. I will say I don't understand why. So it was down to three, right, with the prisoner. 
wouldn't he had also been getting stronger? He did. Remember when he kicked the bars and the bars broke or bent? I should say they bent. I guess I missed that part. <laughs> it was it was really early on, and I remember the first time I watched it. I'm like, what? I'm like, why is this guy strong? They answer. Yeah, I was like, why is he strong? Yeah. Ah, never mind then. <laughs> Catch you guys later. <laughs> it's just, it was a subtlety. It's it was it was a blink and you miss it situation. Right. It wasn't like they were like, hey, this guy bent the bars. I liked how when they've got the bad Jet Li in custody and they're showing pictures of all his victims. There was like oh, a Rastafarian. That was a good oh, little... There was that like was a blonde surfer of... Jet Li. He probably had so much fun putting on all those outfits in front of a green screen. They probably weren't even part. like using it. They were, or they probably were just like, go try on wigs and they didn't even realize how happy it would make them. They're like, we're using this. <laughs> yeah, this... It originally wasn't actually even a, it was a clone movie at first. And then it became a multiverse movie after Jet Li tried on a bunch of wigs and they were like, well, we got to figure out a way to put this on camera. I wish I would have looked at the special features and there was just like Jet Li trying on wigs. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. It's like we pieced together the rest of the, you see how the story was kind of floppy, Well, we kind of pieced this together after we filmed this one particular scene here. It's fun to watch these movies because they don't really take risks like this. Understandably, it didn't really do well. I mean, I guess they made their money back eventually. And I think last week, Jason talked about, hey, just enjoy the movie. You're along for the ride. And I kind of view these action movies. There were so many of them. And again, this is when CG was just like, not that it's not overused now, but it wasn't as quality back then. And so it's like real apparent. And you still just have to laugh. Like the way they would show super speed was hilarious. Like just let's blur the background and Jet Li's running normal. And then what was great is he was still doing super speed. I have to assume they were paid actors, but people that were driving were just driving normal speed. So it didn't look super speed. I guess they said 50 miles per hour. So not like flash level here, but still pretty fast. It's better. Yeah, right. I know. Yes. I also love the like discount sonic noises that he would make. Yes, like, he'd start running fast. Oh <laughs> my gosh! The fact that the guns that the multiverse agents use are just modified bullet guns that make laser sounds. Like that was a choice that I assume the director or editor was like, "We need this. We need this... these to sound like lasers. We're not going to show lasers. <laughs> we're not gonna. They're, they're actually we're gonna." prove that they're bullets because they're going to hit body armor and get stuck so everyone will know that they are bullets but they need to hear lasers because they're multiverse agents i loved it the future bro with the dumb part that's the other part i didn't like either the the reticule like target on the they never used that for what reason what was the and it was red and blue i think if it was blue they won't die if you shoot them there. I think if it's red. I don't know this. They never explained it. But I just assume red, you know, it's death. But I don't know. We never they, they never hit anything. The, the multiverse agents were the worst shot of them all. They were the stormtroopers of yep. shooting. Yeah, because the, the cops were fine. Uh, yeah, I, I just didn't understand these highly trained agents whom <laughs> the antagonist is from, right? Like, right. That's the, how are they not better? Like, <laughs> just like regular L.A. police right. department cop. Like, it makes no sense. Oh, my God. And the fact that these guys are like, I should fight super jetly hand-to-hand combat. Like, if I got my gun knocked away, I'm running. 
I'm not going to try. This guy is super strength. He's punching through car doors. No, thank you. Yeah. Right. I'm not taking on Captain America if I see him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, easily. He's like a super soldier. So, like, they're just like, yep, I'm just going to go ahead and take him on. It's like, motherfucker. Yeah. I did enjoy personally watching him fight regular people more than I enjoyed watching him fight himself. Yes. The climax fight scene was kind of a letdown compared to other scenes in the movie. Because there's not just some awesome like stunt work. I know I'm I'm doing stuff with my hands. I know no one can see this. And he does do some like flash style fights where it's like slow motion for the normal people, but he's like punching them and going over here. It's and that was pretty fun. Climax fight scene compared to when the good Jet Lee puts all those dudes in handcuffs is like it's just there that one is way better. Yeah, it's like the choreographer for the the fight scenes ran out of ideas towards the end of the movie and this is assuming they filmed it in order they saved that part for the last but yeah i agree the first few fight scenes had way more validity to them they um, probably were running out of money like just just whatever some phone flips, it in, let's get some sparklers and <laughs> let rain the sparklers down on them and we'll uh, yeah we got enough money Dude, the spark scene was hilarious I like were they fighting in like a smoke spark and fire factory? Every martial yes, arts they, movie yeah, has they a factory only fight scene. Smoke and, and sparklers at this factory. Yeah. It was That's a, the only I loved it. I loved it. Jason Statham's like, okay, the next event is right here in this abandoned factory, but still operational machinery. There's no <laughs> right. workers. But he didn't no even security. say like in a specific spot. He's just like over it's in that here. area. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's Okay, you see this big ass somewhere in there. Yeah, we got to get into a really small spot of it, but it's yeah. over there. But Go we'll to that spark tube. What's a spark tube? You'll see later. You'll you'll figure it out. That part's oh, not man. important. You'll know when to know. Yeah, it's so. It's, it's, and I was like laughing the whole time during that scene because it's like all I could think of was Futurama when they have like the paradox multiverse thing, and it's like. So perfectly symmetrical fighting will not solve anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Boy, what was your favorite scene? Is when the bad Jet Li actually goes to the prison planet, really on the nose, called the Hades universe. I shouldn't say planet, prison universe, Hades. And he just gets in there, and people are like fresh fish, and he's like, "I'm not your bitch. You're all mine." Oh, my he just bitches. starts fighting them in his king of the hill on this pyramid. Like so they were, good. Like, and like, he'll never get tired either, right? Like, yeah. he's just infinitely fighting for the top king of the hill spot. Yes. I love that they're like, let's make sure this prison universe has like a Mayan temple that there, the prisoners have to stand on and fight. There's like a couple of them can hang out up there. And then there'll be like a bunch around. Yeah. I love the pan out. I have to imagine the warden was like, just so you guys know, whoever's on top of this Mayan temple is in charge. <laughs> so they're just fighting for that every day. King of the hill every day. So, yeah, that was that was probably my favorite. That last scene, last resort starts playing. I was like, it is his last resort. <laughs> Jason, what was your favorite scene, buddy? I like the sandwich. I think that the motorcycle sandwich was fantastic. I thought that was nice. And then it's a toss-up between that scene and Jet Li trying on outfits. The victims were were one of my favorite scenes. I I love that (laughs) so much. (laughs) 
<laughs> there were like what 130, but for the record, yeah, when you talk about the sandwich, the sandwich is two motorcycles that Jet Li picks up and just sandwiches a cop in between it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And they're the exact same motorcycle. I like that too. Oh yeah. I think I gotta go with the with the trying on outfits. It's, it's so, so good. good. I would watch way more of it. Yeah. I wonder if that really is like a special feature of him like <laughs> going through different because obviously I don't have the DVD. I watched this on HBO Max. Greg, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene, Jason did mention it earlier, was the hospital fight scene. And with the handcuffing collage of these uh, oh, orderlies yeah. and, and cops onto the wheelchair. I yeah. the the bending of the shotgun and then it got shot into that pepsi machine and then pepsi cans just love started that. pulling out like they I should love- have had like all these nurses like pepsi and like run up oh <laughs> uh, it was so good i just love that stupid subliminal advertising like there was the yeah. same thing right in the first transformers movie when the mountain dew machine turns into a ro- robot and it's just yeah. starts shooting mountain dew cans out oh my i just God. love just terrible cheesy product placement which is why wayne's world has the ultimate one period right the handcuffing yoga is what i would call that like he's like stretching and twisting and even though it is a hollywood movie it still looks like they're doing that really slow and i have to assume they sped it up but it looks like they're like hold on hold on hold on okay good now move your arm here you know it's it's so silly well, you know, the ending to, to spoil for people. So the good Jet Li, his wife gets shot in front of him by the bad Jet Li. But then he gets sent to a universe where that wife is literally doing the exact same job that she did, you know, in the other universe, even though it, they made it clear that you don't always do the same thing. Whatever. I like that he like smiled. That's not your wife. This is a totally she doesn't know you. And you're just you're going to have all this relationship built up in your head. And you know, like when you have fights with her, you're gonna be like, Man, you used to be such like a terrible person. And she's like, I never did that. He's like, No, no, but you know, you did. No, the other you. The other you. Remember you, you remember how you used to do that thing? Yeah. Remember yeah, you when you would do that? The... Yeah, <laughs> right. You, yes. you remember the thing. You remember. And if you don't, I will shoot you. The movie is is just off the wall silliness. So let's get down to rating this guy. One out of ten sillies, John. What would you give it? <laughs> oh, it's a hundred sillies. <laughs> full silly, full throttle silliness. Even more oh, than Charlie's it's... Angels, full throttle. <laughs> I didn't mean it's to break Jason. Sorry. <laughs> it's got all the sillies. I, I mean, all... <laughs> if there was a silly Oscar, that would be this. It would be. This, it, it would sweep. I didn't really talk about it, even though I totally set it up that we did. There is some parallels with you know everything, everywhere, all at once, in the sense of like. You get power from the multiverse version of you. You have to use that power to defeat, you know, a bad multiverse traveler, you know? And again, not identical, obviously. No, but that's where the meld of Highlander and Emerald once really comes together because you kill that and then you gain the power. Right. So there's there's your bridge. Yes. Thank you. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, back to rating this movie. I don't even want to say that I have like a nostalgic feeling towards it. I mean, it did bring back some fun memories when I was in college, like living with a bunch of friends and how silly that was. But it's it's objectively bad. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, no, 
you know, it's so bad. It's good. No, it's just bad, you know? And so I don't know, two out of 10, like, I mean, 10 out of 10 on the silly scale. <laughs> and I'll, I'll die on that hill. But <laughs> I'll die on that hill. Yeah, man. If you try to tell me this movie ain't silly, get out of here. It's yeah, super silly. yeah, but you know, two out of 10. I think the problem, I probably would have rated it higher if the climactic fight scene was better, but it wasn't. It's like the fight scene quality goes down as this movie goes on. And uh, yeah, so two out of 10. Jason, how about you? It's pretty bad, but it makes me laugh enough. I got to give it like a four because it was funny. Like, That's I didn't fair. put me to sleep. It no, was, it, it made me laugh. I was entertained. At least I didn't hate my I didn't hate my life while I was done. I wasn't like, <laughs> God damn it, John. Why did you make me watch this piece of shit movie? Like, it was just damn, like, that yeah, was my goal. Fucking, it was it wasn't the best movie, but it was like, yeah, whatever. It was entertaining. I laughed. I laughed. A lot more at the expense of the movie than at the actual, like, you know, yeah. thing that it was trying to do. But, like, that was entertaining for me. Greg, got to hear your rating. And you can give me your silly rating, too. I mean, I think Jason would agree it's 10 out of 10 on the silly scale. Oh, it's it's on the silly scale. Anything <laughs> lower than a 10 on the silly scale is an atrocity. Yes, it was silly. I did laugh at parts that were not funny. Because of that, yes, the action was good. I can't rate it a one or a zero because it was good enough but i'm actually right in between you two i'm giving this movie a three out of ten hey and that's our little sandwich that we just made look at that <laughs> i was trying to think of like a motorcycle sandwich that would actually work and i was like, i'd like to point out that i'm the top yeah but usually a bottom i was thinking of harley hero that kind of works right because heroes are a sandwich we'll cut that how about a harley hoagie Oh, that's way better, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. That's the 10 out of 10 on the silly scale. <laughs> yeah. My alliteration. <laughs> yeah, I love alliteration so much. You know, sci-fi month was great. And as silly as I as this movie was, it belongs in the echelon of sci-fi movies. We need these kind of movies, just like we need Blade Runner, just like we need Fifth Element, Matrix. We need all that. We need the comedy. We need the action. We need the philosophical. We need the meld of all of it. Like Fifth Element was kind of like all of these types together. And, you know, that's 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 why I love sci-fi. It can be so many different things. As we come to an end, not just of sci-fi month, but next episode will be our season finale of season two of Roll Film. Mm. I look back and I think, man... We look forward to the future, not just of science, not just of fiction, but of science fiction. I couldn't even finish it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Keep it all in. Keep it all in. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Roll Film for Sci-Fi Month. I'm sure we'll do it again. Just know that no matter what universe you are in, you are all Jet Li's the one for us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah, roll on out of here and get yourself a Harley Hoagie. Later. Nice! <laughs>